Welcome to the first episode of my Still Hot Though podcast. This is like my third time trying to do this. So I'm just going to say I'm sorry if this is super awkward. I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. And it's like super intimidating, like knowing that this is going to be like my full length voice uncut and that everything I'm saying is like kind of like on the record. Um, I feel like on TikTok, I have a lot more... um, like control over what I'm saying and what words are getting said and I can edit the video and retake it a lot of times. This is like it's like, you know, one take and it's it. So I apologize if I'm kind of like scrambly or like my words are kind of all over the place. It's just it's intimidating. It really is. Um, So I'm just going to try to keep it real, though. It seems like that's the most like the kind of the best part and the scariest part is I can just be completely real. And that's a big portion of why I want to start a podcast. I kind of felt super censored on TikTok and I really wanted to like show you guys who I am and I'm not just someone who talks about trans stuff all the time on TikTok. Um, And I also just kind of wanted to cross over my audience onto YouTube because it seems like lately TikTok is making it so, um, you know, half my audience isn't even seeing half the videos I put out, which is super frustrating. And I feel like YouTube would be a great way to like, you know, bring people over onto another platform other than Instagram. Um, so yeah, this podcast is kind of just going to be me talking about myself, like some questions you guys send in. And then, uh, I like to talk about a lot of pop culture stuff. It's something I really wanted to do on here that I thought would be a little bit different than like the trans stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I will talk about some transgender stuff, I guess, because there were some comments and questions that came in. If you guys do want to send in a question next time I record a podcast, I think I'm going to start doing this weekly or I'm going to try to, um, I usually ask on my Insta stories uh, questions you guys send in. So today I'm just going to go through those or at least start with that. So someone wants to talk about how my boob job went. <laughs> so my boob job was honestly like it's it was like a crazy experience. So for those of you guys who don't know, um, my chest is the only plastic surgery procedure I've ever had done. Um, and it was like really scary. I went into it um, – when I the guy kind of asked me what I was looking for, and I actually showed him a picture of Nikita Dragon's chest because I was like, this is what I want. Like, I really liked her chest. And he was like, you know, we can get you as big as we can get you. And he's like, the implants are, like, going to be guaranteed for life because, um, you know, a lot of the older implants, you had to get changed every, like, you know, 10, 20 years. Um, but these are supposedly good for the rest of my life. Um, but he did tell me, and I actually went back and looked at old pictures. Um, it's so weird. I can promote my OnlyFans on here. OnlyFans.com slash Kelly Cadigan. I'll put the link in my bio. It's also on my Insta bio. Um, but I actually went back and looked at pictures before uh, of my chest and of my chest before surgery, and I was always very far apart. Um, and uh, breast implants don't really do that. I you can I've read that you can do other things like fat graphing to like uh, kind of help with it. But I've always been far apart naturally on my chest, so um, it kind of like the implants just made it more prominent, which I'm not mad about. You know, I'd rather have more of a chest than little and nothing and less prominency of like the space in the middle. I like I'm happy with my chest. Um, I did get told that getting them done again would bring them closer together. Um, And I did think about that, but also I was told it's probably too soon. You usually should wait like a year at least before getting uh, surgery on the same place again. Um, And I was also told that a lot of people had the same experience. And then after a year or two, they really settled in and looked really nice and natural. So I think I'm just going to wait and uh, see how I like them. I I do like notice that every week, you know, it does seem like they get like, you know, slightly more natural looking and I'm happy with that. Not that I think they look bad now. I just I do wish they were a little closer together. But, you know, it's always like it. You know, I feel like I'm never going to be happy if I strive for perfection because I don't think I'm ever going to be perfect, you know. And also, it's a lot of money. It's like $8,000. 
Um, I think I paid, I think it was like 7500 I don't know. But that's pretty pricey compared to what I heard they do in like other places. Like I heard it's much cheaper to do it in Miami. And I was like, really? I would think like in a big city like Miami would be way cheaper than like up north where I live. Well, I live on the East Coast. But in terms of my boob job, honestly, I'm happy with them. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm happier than I was before. And that's progress. You know what I mean? Even if I do get them done and like, you know, another couple of years to bring them a little closer together, or maybe they'll start to look better naturally over time is what it is. I don't hate them now. I still think they look great. You know, always just, you know, there's always, you always want what you can't have. You know, the second that they get closer together, there'll be something else I want to get done. You know, it's just how humans are. But I, I'm fairly happy to answer the question. Um, someone said, how have you survived the virus? Um, pretty good. A lot of people were mad at me because <laughs> a lot of people on my TikTok were mad because me and Zach went to uh, Las Vegas literally like last week. Um, and it was so crazy. I had the best time. I've actually never left uh, New England before. So just traveling to Las Vegas um, on a trip I made last minute was literally the most spontaneous fun thing I ever did. And I don't regret any of it. Um, it was a great time. Uh, and I understand there was a pandemic. Um, we wore masks. We were safe the whole time. We've been quarantining a lot before. Uh, it was really just something we went out and did to have fun. And I get it. But I also feel like because the uh, uh, Jesus, I can't even remember the vaccine is what it's called. I feel like because that's out and it's getting around like, you know, it's like, you know, we can start to like get a little bit back to normalcy. But maybe that's ignorant of me to think that maybe it wasn't the best idea. Someone said, talk to talk to us about makeup. I'm not really like. I'm not a big makeup person. Well, I mean, I am, but like lately I've been doing a lot more natural glam like I have on right now. I I'm, I used to be so big into like, you know, the color and the eyelashes and the lipsticks and everything and the intense highlight. And I feel like the older I get, the more I'm like, you know, I really kind of like, like this natural like look. I think it's also because I got so many comments telling me, oh, it only looks like a girl without all that makeup. And it frustrated me, so I started to do my makeup more natural a lot more just to kind of prove a point that, you know, I I don't need a ton of makeup to look the way I do. Not to say that sounds so full of myself, but um, you know what? There's nothing wrong with being full of yourself, I guess. I guess. Is there? I don't know. Probably. Someone said, talk about high school shit. Um, to be honest with you... I used to hold so much gro like grudge over high school stuff, and now I just like completely forgot about it. It just seems like a century ago. Like I don't even remember high school. You know, I feel like high school now. Just when I think of it, just feels like the random pictures I see pop up on Instagram of like one of the girls I used to go to high school with. I'm like, oh my god, I kind of used to know her, and like that's all I like remember. Like I literally just remember faces. I don't. People are so different after high school too. It's like I don't know. Someone said, how do you feel about the super straight trend on TikTok? Oh, my God. OK, so I've been seeing some stuff on TikTok. I actually kind of want to see if I could put in the video for you guys. There's a video from Papa Gut. I'm going to play it just so you can hear what he says. Um, I don't know if I can actually find the original video. So basically, if you guys don't know what super straight is, um, there have been videos going around of trans people saying that if you don't date another trans person, you're basically transphobic, right? Which I don't agree with. I don't think a majority of the people in the trans community agree with, oh, if you don't date trans people, you're transphobic because it, it just makes no sense. Like, I get it. I get that I still have male DNA forever. I understand.
totally get that. Totally cool. But and if you don't want to date someone because of that, I get that because like it obviously I'm with Zach right now, right? Zach's my boyfriend. He's a cisgendered man. If I was ever in the dating game, which I would never want to be like that, literally love my life. But like if I was in the dating game, I wouldn't ever go for a trans man. Never. And it's not even if I found them attractive, it just wouldn't be my thing. And maybe that's internal transphobia inside myself. I don't know. But how can I feel like that and then judge a straight man for not wanting to like be attracted to me? And that that makes them transphobic. I don't think so because I'm not transphobic. I, I'm not transphobic against trans men. So it's yeah. And I think a lot of trans women would say the same. I think it's all just preference. And I don't think that inherits transphobia. But the super straight thing and I've I've read the comments. I've read the comments and I understand now that it is a rebuttal to these videos of these trans women saying, oh, if you don't date trans women, you're you're transphobic. I, I see both sides and I kind of want to like talk about both sides because it's frustrating. So like trans women feel like if you just straight up say I'd never date a trans woman, they say, well, that's bullshit. And I kind of agree with that, because if you look at women like Nikita Dragon and fucking like Gigi Gorgeous, you're going to tell me you wouldn't hit that if you were in a room alone with them. You could do whatever you want. All consent. And no one would ever find out you wouldn't hit that. You're fucking lying. You know what I mean? Because they're just that good looking. So now. But then again, no one's saying all straight men wouldn't hit it. They're saying they wouldn't date him, which could be true for a lot of these men. Um, but I think that's not what a lot of trans people are taking from that. I think a lot of trans people are taking it as, oh, you just don't want to date us because we're trans, which I mean, in a way they do. And that's where I see the straight man's perspective where it's like, well, I would never date a trans freaking woman and I would never probably F1 too. They say that. But I mean, then you look at the ones that are like insanely hot and you're like, mm, would you not hit it? So I see both sides of the argument. Um, but when you and I've always said and I think a lot of the trans people I've talked to completely agree with this, that trans women um, don't really care if trans men say they wouldn't date a trans woman. It's just like a preference. And it's like the videos that cause the most controversy on TikTok are the ones that get, get the most comments and get the most likes and get the most views. So then people take those statements and put them on the majority of the trans community and the way we think when the majority of us are just silent and trying to blend in and don't like fucking agree with anything these people are saying. Like half of these trans people, I swear, are fucking nuts, dude. Um, <laughs> that, that sounded bad. Don't cancel me for that. Um, but yeah, when I hear super straight, it, especially initially without knowing the backstory, it feels like people are just saying, oh, you're not a real woman. People are always like, oh, I'm super straight, but I support you. But when you say super straight, it's invalidating me as a girl. And I feel like I sound so like PC when I say that, like I totally sound like a freaking snowflake. But like it's kind of like saying, oh, well, you're not a real woman. You know, when I hear it, so you're saying, oh, I'm super straight. You know what I'm saying? It, it it fucks with my head a little bit. And I don't mean to sound like a snowflake, but fuck, it kind of low-key feels like that. Like, it's kind of backhanded. I would rather just say it's a preference, you know? And I feel like a lot of trans people would agree with this. Would we not? If we all just agreed, it's a preference. This is like a message for most of the trans community or the, the lesser majority that puts their videos out there that, you know, we could just say it's a preference and then they could just say it's straight. Would you rather them do that or go with this super straight thing that sounds so fucking backhanded? Like what? 
I don't even know. That's how I feel about it. Um, so yeah, that's how I feel about Super Straight. I think we just need to say it's a, it's a, it's a preference. God, what else can we talk about? I feel like we always talk about trans stuff. Tell us how wonderful it is to be you. Oh, it's so fucking lovely. So lovely. Um, no, that sounds so like, like ungrateful. Am I ungrateful? Probably. Why is TikTok shadow banning you? That's a big part of why I'm doing this podcast. Subscribe, guys, because I feel like TikTok really hasn't been putting out my content and I want a place where I can really connect with you guys and you can like stay at least for a little while. Someone said, talk about the Alabama law against trans healthcare. I honestly don't know a lot about it. I would love some comments to like kind of like educate me and other people included. Yeah, I'm not even going to say shit, dude. I don't even know. Should I look it up? All right, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to put in some effort here and look it up. We're going to have to edit this podcast. Alabama law, or maybe I won't, against trans. We'll just Google that. Fuck it. Alabama trans healthcare ban means families should flee. What is trans healthcare ban? Does that mean they're just not going to pay for our surgeries? Because then I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. Um, young trans are being warned to run after the state. Banned gender affirming care for. Oh my God. Oh yeah, we do need to talk about this. Okay, we're going to edit this a little bit so that it comes right back up because do I need to edit this or do you guys want this to be more real? So someone said talk about the Alabama law against trans health care. I just Googled it. It's young trans people and their families living in Alabama have been warned to run after the state banned gender affirming care for minors. What the fuck? I don't think we should be. OK, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like I can't talk shit because I transitioned at 15, but I want to put this message out there. I think I'm very lucky that I still feel like I made the right decision after the age of 18 years old because I feel like and I've I've read and seen a lot of videos of cases of kids who transitioned at the same young age that I did and they regret their decision and they've been taking these hormones that they were given very easily through some of these places and organizations and then they they, they have all these like changes to their body that they can't take back when they want to go back to who they were because these hormones, whether you like it or not, are like really life changing things like it causes breast development, your skin changes, your hair changes, your horm- like you, everything about your being and your way of thinking honestly really changes. And I think to give this big decision to a kid that young is a really... I don't know. I think immature thing to do. Like it's just it's it's they people need more time to mature before they make these decisions. Now, I feel blessed that I at the age of 21 years old from someone who started taking hormones at 15 that I am so happy with my choice. And I'm I'm glad that I transitioned young because it gave me the ability to pass as much as I do now. Not saying like I pass 100 percent, but you know what I mean? Like, I think I'm pretty passable and I'm so thankful for that. And I don't think I would have had the same passability if I did these things at 18. So it does kind of become a conflict of interest but I also think that like maybe there's a solution where maybe kids can transition younger but we need a lot more therapy before we do these things a big you want to know a big thing that I used to say a lot of people don't know that HRT is kind of broken up into two parts there's uh the testosterone blockers 
and then the estrogen or vice versa if you're going uh, female to male. But we're going to just stick with the male to female to make it easier. You can go on blockers, which I did a year prior. So from the ages of 15 to 16, I was only on blockers. Now, what this did was it stopped my puberty so that I could make sure this was like the decision for me. I wouldn't develop as a male any further than I had, but I also wouldn't start developing as a female. It was kind of just like a pause button on my puberty. And then once I had been still betraying female a year after that, I took the estrogen hormones and started to transition. Now, I think if a kid is going to transition, I think the way my parents and doctors went about it was the safest way was to go through a lot of therapy prior before, which I did at the age of 14, to then going and getting put on blockers for a year. Just to like pause, you know, because the passability is a big, important part of transitioning. I'm sorry, but it is for a lot of people. Um, and then if they decide they are still feeling this way after living this way for a year, then give them the hormones in smaller doses and work your way up to starting a transition. Um, I think that really is the safest way to go about it. Now, Alabama banning it. Um, I don't know if that's the answer. I don't know if that's the answer because at the end of the day, there are a lot of kids because of uh, the media I don't think necessarily the media pushing out trans stuff is a bad thing because I just think it means a lot of kids are going to discover who they are younger and that's going to help them blend into society more, which will be helpful for them than being an outcast as an adult when you can clearly tell that they're trans. Um, so it's a tough thing. I feel like the answer, honestly, is we need more therapy because before the hormones are given out, because it seems like from what I've heard that they hand out these hormones to like candy, especially at organizations like Planned Parenthood. I've heard of them just handing out hormones extremely fast after with like no therapy. I think they I think the answer is making hormones a little bit more harder to get. I think you need to put in the effort to go through like at least a year of therapy with someone professional before you really can get the prescription to get a hold of these hormones. I really do think that's the answer. Um, and yeah, that's kind of just how I feel about it. But I understand where they're coming from, especially because they are a Southern state, uh, is what it is. Um, I'm sure it'll eventually get turned over now that we have Joe Biden as president. Can he even control that? I don't even know. I don't know why I talk like I know about it. Someone said, why is TikTok shadow banning people like you? Um, (laughs) to be honest, I wish I knew. I wish, didn't I? I feel like I already answered that question. I'm fucking losing it. Um, um, someone said, talk about fitness and hormones combined. I actually, <laughs> I don't do any fitness. Um, if that's what you mean by that. Um, one, two. Someone said, talk about sexual positions. I don't know if I can. I'm going to skip that one. OnlyFans.com. I act like I'm in I'm in positions on OnlyFans. I literally like nothing on my OnlyFans is um. I don't sell like full sex videos. OnlyFans is just kind of like it's honestly more about my outfits. And like I do kind of like take them off. But like it, it's really honestly just like, you know, me showing off outfits every couple of days. And I think people enjoy it and it gets me some money. So it's, it's nice. It's a nice little page. I, I think it's cute. It's not as, like, scandalous, I feel like, as a lot of people in my life think it is. Um, I mean, there definitely have been moments of scandal, but it's kind of tamed itself down, my page. Um, But if you guys want to go check it out, OnlyFans.com slash Kelly Cadigan. We have a good time over there. Um, So, yeah, those are 
the main ones. I did kind of want to go through some of the super straight comments on this video just because I always respond on TikTok and I kind of just want to go through the comments on Iron least some of these videos because why not, you know, have some fun with it. So someone said super straight is for insecure people. Totally agree. I said, I kind of go off on these comments. I said, it, it's mainly for insecure men who want to hide transphobia with labels. Not dating a trans woman isn't transphobic. Using the term super straight 100% is. Um, I'm so like blunt in my comments and I'm like, I don't, I have such an, I don't give a fuck vibe and I'm literally like so chill. At least I feel like in real life. Did I just say chill? I'm so fucking annoying. Um, <laughs> I gotta be honest. It's like, so every time I like look up at the camera, I get so intimidated because I'm like, oh, I'm being recorded. It's like so much lo- like more less anxiety when I don't see myself and I like look this way. Um, I just don't understand. Someone said, I just don't understand why super straight, quote unquote, needs to be said in the first place. Most people assume others are straight unless it's obvious. I agree. And I understand also from the straight man's perspective that they they're hearing from trans because you have to understand they don't have a lot of trans stuff come up on their feed. So they're seeing very few trans videos. The only ones that pop up on their page are the really popular ones that get a lot of comments and likes. Honestly, comments mean more than likes on TikTok's algorithm. So when you have a lot of conflicting conversation and comments, those are the videos they're going to see because they're the most popular and crazy. And they're hearing things like, oh, if you don't date a trans person, you're transphobic. Of course, they're going to come up with shit like super straight. I get that. But it's also really fucking annoying to me as a trans person who doesn't feel like that, who agrees that being straight and not wanting trans women is a preference to hear a term like super straight because it just feels fucking disrespectful. Like, I just don't like I don't even know this world. Things could be so much simpler, dude. And people make it so fucking complicated because some few fucking people want to make some videos that just are outlandish and obviously just like in your face to get people to like cause conversation. Like I, I there's a side of the trans community that really bothers me. Um, and that could just be because Blair White made me want to be a pick me because I watched her videos back in the day. So I always want to go against this side, but <sighs> I would actually love having a discussion about you about this with you sometime. Really, I feel like I have an endless discussion on with the transphobes like every day. It's like I can't even can't get away from it. It's like my life now. Yeah, the thing is, most transgender men and women I've seen on here have backed the side of the super straights. They don't want to be called transphobic. I have a really hard time believing a majority of the trans community is agreeing with this. Maybe I'm wrong. Someone said trans women are biologically male. So super straight is a sector for biological males that prefer biological females. Okay, that's totally cool. But like, I don't go around like announcing my specific preferences. You know, like I people always come at me for bringing race into it. But I'm like, <laughs> like... I don't know. I don't go around being like, oh, I would never date. Like, I'm like, I'm straight white. Oh, I don't date black guys. Oh, it's just a preference. Don't come at me. Does that not feel racist? Or if I was like, I only date guys. I'm straight five, six. Like, I only date guys above five, six. Does that not feel like kind of gross? And I understand. It's like, see, that's what I'm saying. I see both sides because of what they're seeing. But it's like, are we really going to like 
tarnish the majority of the trans community because of what a few crazy ones say just for attention and views. It just feels like awful. We can never win is what I'm saying. Like, breathe. Yes, you are triggered. But yes, people should simply just say, here's my opinion and let it go. First of all, I wasn't triggered in this video. There's a video I posted where I was just like going off. People are always like, oh, she's triggered when she gets mad. I'm not fucking like triggered. I'm just like fucking annoyed. You know what I mean? Is that what like being triggered is? I'm like, oh, uh. what even was that? I don't even know what this podcast is. Is this like the worst thing ever? I guess we'll find out. I'm going like in and out of panic attacks because there are times where like I'm like, oh, OK, I like I know what I'm doing. And then I look at the camera and I get like terrified. Um. So in this video, I also said that I would never date a trans man. And someone said, yeah, that's transphobic. Trans men are men. And there's a reason those people get more likes. Not dating someone because of their identity is bigoted. I don't think it's bigoted. Bigoted, that's a strong word. Because I've I've been friends with trans men. One of my closest friends is a trans man. And if we were both single, because I'm just simply not attracted to trans men. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. I don't know. I'm not bigoted. It's just a preference, which is why I think we should just tell men that, yeah, they can have that preference. And let me say, and guys, here's the thing. If like you're really hot and really passable and you think you could get a straight guy that says no, that's cool. Go and approach them or maybe they'll approach you and say, fuck it, because you're just that hot. Maybe you'll change their preference. Who knows? But it's like, why can't we just let them say it's a preference? And then if you look good enough, then maybe they'll fucking hit on you. Not like they're the prize, not like saying the trans, not like saying we even want you, but it's like, just let them have that preference. And then if, if maybe one day their mind will be changed, I, it's just that simple. I don't know why we got to make it so fucking complicated. It's just like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm done talking about this because it's just so annoying. I this all started because freaking this dude named Papa Gut, who was one of the first verified creators to ever follow me um, and have a conversation with me. Just he always backed the trans community and he just was so I couldn't believe him when he said he agreed with the whole super straight thing. Um, Anything else to talk about? Um, I posted a troll. I'm looking at my page right now. I posted this trolling video because me and Zach were in Vegas and I saw this Paris Eiffel Tower that was covered in red, white, and blue. And so I was like, dude, I was like a fucking dumbass. And I said to Zach, because I was a little drunk, I was like, why is why are they putting the American flag colors on the Paris Eiffel Tower? Isn't that like offensive? And Zach was like, that's the fucking Eiffel Tower colors. Like, and I was like, oh my God, or not Eiffel Tower, um, the fucking Paris flag colors. And I was like, what? And then I remember and I'm like, I'm such a dumbass. It was such a blonde moment. But I was like, how funny would it be if I took a TikTok and was like, this is cultural appropriation. And I thought it'd be so funny. So I posted it. And like, there's this whole debate in the comments about like, if I'm being serious or if this is satire. And the amount of people that literally think I'm being serious in this video is like bizarre to me. Um, but yeah, that was so funny. Um, also, coming back, I just want to talk about this. Fuck Nikita Dragon. No, I'm just kidding. But like uh, I went and got the Nikita palette and it was one of my newest palettes. And I put it in my bag when we uh, when me and Zach went to Las Vegas. And one of the shades in the palette, I shit you not, 
literally exploded. I think I actually have it in my trash can. Hang on. Is it still in here? Where is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is the palette. And I was trying I had this huge red stain inside my bag and it covered like a ton of my clothes. Luckily it came out. But I opened this palette not knowing where it comes from. My palette's totally covered in red. And this shade of red is just like busted out the Nicole shade. And I was like, what the fuck? Literally, my hands are covered in red. I can't even touch this. Like it's uh my hands have red all over them now. Uh um, but yeah, it was just super annoying. Um, but luckily all the stains came out. All was good in the hood. That trip to Vegas though, literally such a good fucking time. I need to like treat myself more. I've literally like, I don't know. I never do anything fun. This has been really fun though. I've, I kind of like enjoyed this podcast. I'm definitely going to edit this up a little bit because like I had times of like, like I slurred up my words too much and it was like embarrassing, but honestly, this was like really cool. And like, I want to do more of these. Um, if you guys want to send in more questions, make sure to follow me on Instagram and I'll definitely post another, uh, questionnaire before, um, the next episode it's at Kelly underscore Cadigan. Um, and yeah, I will see you guys hopefully next week and we can do another one of those. Um, and yeah, I guess that's the first episode It's still hot though. Bye guys. Love you.